0: Hello and welcome to Social Media Weekly, episode Seven, January 2020. The first Social Media Weekly of the year. Hello, hello. Social Media Weekly is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps more businesses go with digital. i And I'm JK. This week, TikTok working on a deepfakes maker. Snap acquires AI Factory for $166 million. Snapchat launching Bitmoji TV featuring your Bitmoji, <laughs> and Facebook brings more controls to instant articles. All right, it's a short week as well, so I think um a lot of people are still not back from holidays yet. Still
1: grinding, thinking how to start back their work.
0: I think so yeah. <laughs> they forgot how <laughs> to work. Really, I know it's not. Uh, it's a, a holiday. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh back to the stories. TikTok working on a deepfakes maker. Deepfake is a technology where we swap a uh, face onto any video, essentially faking the person actually on the video. Mm-hmm. This technology has been used maliciously in the past, in a sense that, for example, um you can have a video of someone doing something not so appropriate. Okay. Right. But because the video was from somewhere mm-hmm. and um they let's say they purposefully Created the video in low resolution, low lighting, mm-hmm. so it's not really clear. Then what happens is they will use fake to attach the the face of the person that they want to okay. cause harm to onto that video, and then they re- they release it. And people who don't know would think that
1: uh, it's a real one, and then virus. yeah, the victim was
0: the one that actually did that something, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like let's say go on a rampage or drive very carelessly or something so um it has always been a very scary technology mm-hmm. the ability to do that yep. but what tiktok is doing right now is it is actually taking create um it's actually one thing to put it to good use right uh they actually will allow their deep fake technology to be used only in a certain small selection of videos okay for example they have a template of videos like someone running in the beach or you know Going to the zoo or going to the park or something like that. And then uh, you can actually attach that deepfake uh, video of you, mm-hmm. that, that, that face of you, along with these kind of videos. And what happens is it actually helps create awareness on the potential of deepfake. Okay. It tells people not to believe everything they see online. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. It's the create a brand awareness. So yeah, yeah. It helps create a brand awareness and it creates not brand awareness but it creates the awareness of a technology that exists oh yeah
1: correct yes The deep and, thing technology. yeah and everybody
0: knows that it can be used in the right way mm-hmm. but it also can be used in the wrong way
1: in a way telling people like like when you see something online don't
0: probably, always believe yeah, what you correct. see yeah. yeah i
1: mean like pictures nowadays is already you can't believe it anyways already
0: yeah <laughs> so that's the that's the scary thing about it yep um and then they, they there is there has also been fear about tiktok's parent company ByteDance. Mm-hmm. Potentially gathering sensitive biometrics data. Mm-hmm. Because ByteDance, um, okay. What well, ByteDance is the the company that owns uh, what the parent company of TikTok. Okay. And because TikTok is a Chinese company, mm-hmm. and we know that in the future TikTok has had a history of <laughs> um dominance. Well, a, a lot of people have been have been um suspicious that TikTok has been working with the Chinese government and sending all the information to the Chinese government. Mm-hmm. And the problem here is in that people think that if we, if we give tiktok more data like this right sensitive user data like this mm-hmm. they will be able to use it more for malicious reasons or you know give it up to the chinese government so it's like making chinese more powerful
1: yeah China. So the- <laughs>
0: So, China gets more information and more data, more private data, of yeah, let's say.
1: biometrics data. So yeah. Say because you, imagine they you can scan your face, right? What more of scanning your face using their metrics or algorithm to just
0: unlock your phone? Because nowadays, exactly. face so, detection is. Exactly. Is, so, it's, it's the kind of technology that is available on, let's say, iPhones, that, mm-hmm. that face ID thing. And that's really scary because as it keeps progressing, right, people are able to create deep fakes of videos and project it out and unlock phones yep. with it. Correct.
1: Well, I, I I, don't know where to start about this technology era now <laughs> in terms of security. Yeah. Just... It's a very scary thing, right? All these things happening uh, right now. These, those are just... It, 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 I guess it all falls under our own ethics as human on yeah. how we use this thing. It yeah. can be good or bad. It's just we don't... It's,
0: it's like a knife, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, we don't know. <laughs> yep. A knife is used for... Good purposes because it helps cut um, vegetables and meat, yeah. but you can also use it to kill people. So, Correct. at the end of the day, it's all about how we use the tools, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: good luck, guys. Humanity's on our hands.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. Snaps acquired AI Factory for 166 million. Just as TikTok builds a face swap feature using deep fake technology, Snaps buys the company they have been working with to create cameos, animated selfie based video features. AI Factory cameos lets you take a selfie. Which is then automatically animated and inserted into a short video. Unlike TikTok, which will use real life videos, Snap's version will be in the animated world. Although DeepFix has had darker and dystopian start, it is nice to see social media turning into a fun features instead. Mm-hmm. So it's like putting yeah, so it's like creating a virtual so people know, okay, at least this is
0: a fantasy world. Yes. So it's not real. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's not real, but what it does is it still use the deep fake in the sense that it actually uses the same technology to attach your face mm-hmm. onto a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah. So but the, technolo- the technology underlying it is the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, where, where TikTok projects it onto a real world, they project okay. in the virtual they world. project into a
1: virtual yeah. world. So at least people know okay the, the boundary. That's the boundary. People okay. Yes. I know this is a
0: virtual yeah. world. It's more kid friendly in a way I guess because Snapchat is specific, Well, I guess it's for younger people or whatever. Yeah, and it's for like I don't I don't know how to say a reality social social media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Next up, more Snapchat story. Snapchat hasn't had such good story in a long time. I'm very <laughs> happy that they're having some good stories. Snapchat launching Bitmoji TV, featuring your Bitmoji. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what a bitmoji is it is actually a uh, uh, customized emoji mm-hmm. based on your character yeah, that and you then create it out it actually came out before Apple's animoji mm-hmm. and before Samsung's version of animoji which i don't know what it's called um they have tried this before in the sense that they have attached your bitmoji onto uh, like a comic strip before mm-hmm. but it hasn't actually worked very well okay because at one point of time i was using snapchat quite a bit and i think it was a few years ago they, they they launched this thing but it didn't really work very well okay then i think they removed it um the i guess the reason why is because the bitmoji were actually hardly animated mm-hmm. and the stories were quite dull it's just like normal kind of stuff yeah you need some artists to really come out with some pretty yeah, storyline. lines some- some series, you know, some proper series. Mm-hmm. So this time around, right, Snapchat says that they will actually use the Bitmoji and those of your close friends, for example, if let's say you and I are friends on Snapchat mm-hmm. and we are close friends because we chat a lot on Snapchat, right? Okay. So the, the, the animated series will feature you and I. Mm, okay. And three other people from elsewhere who are not our friends will see the same animated series. That means the story is the same, everything is the same. Okay. Except the characters are different. Okay, got it. They will have their own little characters. Hmm. It is a lot more personal in that sense because it is featuring you and your close friends. Mm-hmm. Um and based on the screenshots that I see, it's actually quite interesting because the animated series now look a little more like proper cartoons, okay? Like episodic cartoons. Properly where,
1: colored and Yeah, everything. properly
0: colored. It it's got good storyline, it's got good um you know, good good compelling stuff. Mhm. And at the same time, uh, it features you and your close friends mm-hmm. as characters in that in the series, which is nice. It's it's more fun, yeah, yeah, and it's more relatable as well. Mm. Okay. Hopefully, this works out because if it does work out, I believe that it will eventually spark like more Snapchat usage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because this thing lives inside Snapchat only, and Snapchat has always had a problem with. Uh, getting people to go back to their app and use the app Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: what's been happening is Snapchat is a place with all these nice filters. You know, those aging filters or the kid filters. Yeah. But what happens is people actually take those pictures or the filters or the video of it. They download and then they will post it up on Instagram. (laughs) So the actual usage goes to Instagram. Instagram.
1: Hmm. I'm not sure because based on like they're still a small player compared to Instagram. So I guess they still need to leverage on Instagram to, you know, sort of use them.
0: Otherwise, it's either use them or don't use them at all. I think that's a, I think that's a good way of looking at it. So Mm. Snapchat might say that, you know what, I'm not interested in competing with Instagram. You can share your, share my content to Instagram if you want. Correct. But all I want is me to be a source of your content. Yep. Correct. Right? And if you were to share, let's say, if you were to use Instagram 100% versus 80% Instagram and 20% me, mm-hmm. I would rather have the 80%, 20%.
1: Yeah, correct, correct. Exactly. So, at least over time, who knows, right? People might just slowly adopt to you. you know, yeah, that, that, yes. that is
0: that is the time part
1: where you yes. have to think about it. I like. think they
0: are playing it one step at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying, like, you know what? Just your attention would be nice. And then a little bit more of attention, a little bit more of attention. And then correct. You know, that's, that's how they it. grow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. In any case, I'm very happy that Snapchat is uh, moving forward in a good manner, mm-hmm. and hopefully they can break through 2020. Yeah, break
1: <laughs> to 2020 and become strong. We shall see that. All right next up, Facebook brings more control to instant articles. Facebook released instant articles in 2015 as a way for the platform to support journalist sites. It makes the article loads faster by being done within Facebook, and it pays journalists a compensation for taking traffic away from their main main, main sites. Just last week, it finally made some compelling improvements to the feature. They included four buttons on the bottom. The first let us save articles for later reading. The second let us share it via message, while the third let us share to post off stories. The fourth let us see more articles from the same source. This new function allows more for sheer ability of articles, and at the same time, let readers discover more from the sites.
0: I'm <clears throat> Have you been using it? um i have used it before mm-hmm. the, i've been keeping a very close tabs on instant articles uh because many years ago in 2015 they launched this thing to help um well from facebook's perspective they are interested in keeping their attention within facebook Democratic. they don't want people go away from to facebook. go away from facebook and if i were to post an article from let's say TechCrunch, mm-hmm. right and this article goes to TechCrunch website it essentially leaves facebook and they don't want that So what facebook did was they created this instant article thing where when you post the when you post the article or let's say if i were to share the article on facebook Mm -hmm. right when you were to click that article it doesn't go to techcrunch website it doesn't leave facebook it just it just brings on an extra window on top where you get to read the article that is called instant articles Mm -hmm. you are essentially still within facebook which means that facebook can track everything that you're doing how long you're there, where you're reading, where your eyeballs are and everything like that. And it's interest. they they are interested in these things, Mm -hmm. but it's not good for The main website. Journalists' websites like TechCrunch because we are taking attention away from their their site. Correct. And when the traffic does not reach the website, that means money does not reach the website as well because Mm -hmm. they are an ad supported platform, right? Correct. So then Facebook says, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to let you make money off of the attention off of the people who read the articles mm-hmm. but it has never worked very well because it never gained proper traction mm, Correct. so happened during 2016 that was also the time of the, the fake news problem with Trump's, uh, Trump's election and a lot of news are fake you, you, have, you get like all these uh, fake journalist sites like RT like uh, Russia Today correct, correct. all these kind of news sites that, that are fake that just keep churning out fake news right and then so spammy and everything and you you lose interest and you don't want to read instant articles anymore so what happened now is that they are saying okay let's go back to supporting the journalists again mm-hmm. and i think these three these four features these four additional buttons mm-hmm. the one that lets us save articles for later reading the one that lets us share the article via message mm-hmm. and the one that lets us share the post of story post or stories mm-hmm. and the fourth which is very important as well. Let's just see more articles from the same source. Mm-hmm. These functions I think are very important, and I'm quite surprised they had to wait until now to release these functions. They could have done it a long time ago to be, because from where I see, right, these are not difficult functions to create, and it's functions that is only available in every other platform. I guess they
1: just are afraid of sharing their you know that attention with someone else or some
0: other companies. But they're not uh. because whoever who is, uh, let's say, if I were to share it in a message, mm-hmm. it goes to Facebook Messenger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If I were to share it on a post, then I'm posting on Facebook or okay. Facebook Stories. And if I'm, um, if I'm seeing other articles from the same source, I'm still reading it within the instant articles, which is within Facebook. Mm-hmm. So technically, I'm not leaving Facebook doing all this. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, what these four functions do is, it gives the instant article journalist more awareness and reach mm-hmm. more yeah, more chance of discovery
1: hmm. because i read something
0: and i share inside one uh-huh. button i share it i don't have to like like you know go click correct, that correct. once because the thing is if i go to the the universal share share button right uh-huh. i can actually share to whatsapp messenger correct, yeah. i can share to anywhere else with telegram and signal or whatever right so that means facebook says that there is a chance that they are sharing it out of facebook mm. but if i get to create my own share button then mm-hmm. i can only share it via messenger okay which means it still stays within my app my apps hmm. okay okay got it got it mm.
1: mean, mean say that like you don't why why only now they allow it yeah it?
0: yeah they could have well one of the good exam one of the good argument is to say that maybe they spend too much time trying to um they spend too much time trying to convince people that they are not spying on <laughs> everybody when in fact they are spying on everybody <laughs> i guess this is like this is history really like it's proven fact really And they spend too much time going to court rather (laughs) than actually you know improving their their platform and now Mm -hmm. that the all these uh court hearings are getting less and less and they thought you know what let's focus on building our properly yeah our apps again okay well well that's facebook let's see how it goes (laughs) yeah but in any case, it's good news for the journalist sites That mm-hmm. these things is happening So at least something, right? Yeah, correct At least they can spend their ads
1: in a more pro- proper way Yep <laughs> Productive
0: Alright, so that's all for this week's uh, Social Media Weekly Social Media Weekly podcast is available on FM, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and more Our full video- videos are available on YouTube And we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook This is Social Media Weekly episode 7 January 2020
1: My name is Sean And I'm JK Au revoir Sayonara